Hello, this is Nerd Cage Live, and we just wanted to thank you for listening to this audio-only version of the show. And be sure to subscribe here and over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash nerdcagelive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello and welcome. That's right. Once again, you're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This channel is a celebration of all things pop culture, including boxing and MMA. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, certified geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from yours truly, the land of the orange, the land of Earth Crisis, the land of Tom Cruise of Syracuse, New York. And always among us is our moderator and troll hammer, Stronger than the DK banana Santa. You can't stop it. You can't crop it. You can't top it like a B-52 bomber. He's going to drop it. It is Joe from Fall One Gaming. I'm going to give you the honor of introducing our special guest tonight. All right. Tonight, we are proud to introduce a woman that has 24 wins and five knockouts in boxing and MMA from Brooklyn, New York. Everybody in our cage nation, please welcome the former featherweight WBO Women's Champion, Heather Heat Hardy. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on our little channel tonight, Heather. This means the world to us. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for having me. Joe, before we go any further, who do we got in the chat tonight? In the chat tonight, we have Artar11, and I'm sure a ton of lurkers. Don't be yes. afraid to show you. <laughs> yes, if you got any questions for Heather, uh, we will address. We'll, we will take them at the end of the show. Uh, but Joe, before we go any further, we just got a lot of stuff to promote real quick. So, Joe, tomorrow on Twitch, real quick. Yes, tomorrow on Twitch will be more of X Men Legends. And then Saturday, Joe. Yes, Saturday we go back to Super Mario RPG remake. And then next Wednesday, YouTube stream our next guest. Yes, next Wednesday will be Evan Stone, brother of Drew Stone, critically acclaimed uh, producer at Discovery. You won't want to miss it. And, of course, December 16th, Joe, Saturday. Yes, our cheesy movies for charity, too, with Double Dragon, Samurai Cop, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Batman 1966, and Moonfall. And then, Joe, go ahead. Do, plug in social media. All right, if you want to get us on Twitter or Instagram, both handles are at nerd underscore cage. Our link to our Discord is in the description. Become a member there as well. And our Facebook discussion group, that is Nerd Cage Nation. We love everything you guys put up there. No spoilers, no politics, and for God's sakes, keep it civil. Absolutely. And, of course, be sure to get yourself a Nerd Cage Live t-shirt like the one I'm wearing right now, our Rocky Three Prediction Pain shirt. Very appropriate for tonight's stream. We also have other designs in handy, like our top selling regular shirt with the strength of geek knowledge on the back. Here's one I Heather will appreciate, our Wu-Tang design. And of course, I'm sure you've seen this design before somewhere, someplace. And of course, we got the Kaiju design, Mortal Kombat, lots more. T-Public, link in our description. We have hoodies, we got magnets, we got tote bags, all that good stuff. Even pillows like the one over there. So. Be sure to get yourself a Nerd Cage Live t-shirt and a hoodie. Any size, any color, whether you're skinny, booty collar, fat, fuck, big or small, we love them all. Get one, you're going to love the way you look, I guarantee it. That being said, Heather Hardy. Hi there. <laughs> I just, um, 
This this is just awesome. I'm I'm just gonna say to everybody here at Nerd Cage Nation that like, um, you caught my attention when I saw you fight. I don't remember who your opponent was, but you were fighting under uh, I think under Danny, Daniel Jacobs and Big Baby Miller. You're on that card, I believe. And then I'm sure, just we like, had, we had a lot of fights together. Yeah, 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 Brooklyn. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. This woman is like a video game character brought to life, like a Sony Kame <laughs> or Cammy from Street Fighter. I'm like, wow, this, I like this. This woman's really something. So uh, that being said, sure. let's let's just do let's do the easy questions. Uh, how did you get into boxing? Like, what, what what was like the moment you decided to put on boxing gloves? We'd love to know. Sure, I was 28. I was much later in life. I was going through a divorce, living with my sister and both of our kids, working a lot of jobs. And they opened a little karate dojo in my neighborhood. And my kid sister got me a gift certificate. Was like, go. All you do is work and sleep, you know. And within three weeks, I had my first fight, and I won. And just been beating up girls since then. Nice. <laughs> and I say you have a very impressive record. Um, like. What was it so you got like what like 21 wins in box 22 wins in boxing and then you got uh what like three four knockouts something like that i don't know i think yeah. i have i think i'm 24 and three in boxing and two and two in mma yes also i want to personally congratulate you on your last performance i know it was a loss but you went toe-to-toe with amanda serrano who arguably is one of the best in the world probably next to clarissa shields she's like the best you went the full distance. Uh, the whole world was impressed. Everybody was amazed by your your toughness and your. You kept on going and going and going, and there's congratulations on a wonderful performance. And uh, oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I, can you reflect on that fight? Like how, how? Like, like what was going through your mind through that fight and and whatnot? We'd love. You know, I'd love to hear it. Sure. I mean. It sucks. I really thought I was going to win. I wanted to win. I wanted to win every round. I felt like it was within my reach. I was just, like, just shy of it. So it was really sad and disappointing and frustrating. And, you know, regardless, and I'd rather have an ugly win than a pretty loss, you know? I hear you. And by the way, I uh, I, be I bet $100 on you on that fight. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I never, I never bet against you. Ask Joe. I, I bet on fights. I'm like, Heather's fight. I'm rooting for Heather. Let's go. I knew you were the underdog in that fight. I'm like, oh my gosh. But, but yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, regret, no regrets. I mean, I'm always, I was, I'm always going to, I'm always going to bet on you, Heather, no matter what. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, speaking of Amanda Serrano, she recently just won her. She just fought again a couple weeks ago, and she did the three-minute rounds. So that's gonna be my my question for you is how do you feel about the about women's boxing doing uh, three minutes versus two minutes, or you think it should stick to two minutes? What's your opinion on that? Sure, um, there was always this debate when I was coming up in the pros, and my answer to everyone was simple: like they already don't pay me as much as they pay the boys, why would I fight for an extra minute and work extra for still having less money? You know, boxing isn't a sport that's paid by the minute or even paid by the round. You know, you knock someone out in 10 seconds, you still get your purse. So so for me, it wasn't worth it. Amanda, it made sense because she's making millions of dollars. She's making exactly what she should. So she was in prime position to be able to take the spotlight and shine light on the fact that women's boxing still isn't equal to men's. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I completely understand that. And yeah, it, it just sucks that. I mean, there's a few exceptions out there, but I feel like women's boxing is severely underpaid. Yeah. And, and women's uh, boxing yeah, is probably sure. big. And it's probably women's boxing is probably the biggest it's ever been. Like when I was younger, it really didn't feel that big. I mean, we had a few names here and there, like Layla Ali and whatnot. But like, it really wasn't until like the last ten years where I feel like women's boxing really, really, really started to blow up. And you were a part of that movement. For sure, for sure. It's when the girls were allowed to box in the Olympics for the first time in 2012. It really opened new doors when they came out and turned pro. And promoters and, you know, internationally were looking at, at female fighters, female boxers. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure you've been uh, tossed this question before, but win or, win or lose, what was the hardest fight you ever fought? Sure. That's a good question. I probably got hurt the worst in the MMA fight where I broke my nose. Oh, that was um, so hard to watch. Yeah, it was, it was hard to experience for months, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that one sucked after. That was just like, who the hell was that, you know? Um, outside of that, I'd probably say... Maybe even my pro debut in MMA, just because I never really did jiu-jitsu before. I had no idea what to expect. I never did it. I only trained for like a month and a half and just kind of jumped in like, let's see what happens, you know. I was pretty scared that fight. And I, if I recall, you won. You, you knocked her out, didn't you? That was that Yeah, I knocked yeah, her out. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? That's a good transition right there. So how actually did you get into MMA? Because not everyone... It's just amazing the world we live in right now. Not everyone can make that transition from... I mean, we see more MMA fighters come into boxing. I mean, Francis Ndagu, Conor McGregor. But but very rarely do we see boxers go to MMA. I know Clarissa Shields did. but And you did that transition. Well, too, so so how did you get into it MMA? Was a, it was a time when women's boxing really wasn't that popular. You know, I was getting paid. I, I only made $20,000 for my world title win on HBO. So, you know, when you, you think of how little money women were making, the jump to MMA was more publicity for me. I wanted to carry fans over. I wanted the media to take notice that this pro fighter who was 18 to 0 making pennies had to switch over. And I wound up doing really good in my first fight, so they kept me around for a couple of years. But, you know, Bellator called me, and I couldn't say no. I totally get it. I totally get it. Now, <laughs> all right. Um, I'm an aching to ask you this question. And again, feel free to just say whatever you want to say. But I've watched some of your weigh-ins and whatnot, and I just I would just love to know what was the craziest like weigh-in or face-off you ever experienced. Like, where you know some of the banter that you know some of the bantering that you've had. Like, what was like the craziest ones? We'd love to hear some stories. Uh, probably the fight that I broke my nose up at Mohegan Sun uh, for Bellator. I had weighed in with Christina and everything was normal. I made weight pretty easy that fight. One of the few fights I ever made weight easy. But the girl who I later went on to beat to win the world title, Shelly Vincent, who's also a female boxer, popped up on my Bellator way and calling me out for a boxing match. And I, I was like, Shorty, get out of here. What are you doing? And she was on all the cameras trying to push her way onto the stage. I mean, she did the right thing. We got the fight on HBO, the next fight, you know, but that was pretty wild. I mean, was it personal or do you think it was just to sell the fight? 
No, she has said publicly, you know, we're good friends now, um, but oh, she said publicly she she just hated me, you know. She hated me. Yeah, well, haters are gonna hate, you know. I get it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, <laughs> <hi>. <laughs> all right, Joe. Do you think we should do a little bit of a lightning round here? Yeah, we can. I guess start the lightning round. Why not? All right. Okay. So Heather, here's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna name boxers and MMA fighters. We're just gonna name them, and we just want to get your opinion. So, uh, Joe, pick. I don't care, Joe. Pick whatever you want on that list I gave you. So let's. So let's just kick it off, Joe. Kick it off. All right. Uh, well, let's start at the top. Let's start with Clar Clarissa Shields. Olympic gold medalist, great fighter, undefeated, undisputed, best. Do you want to fight her? Even on my biggest day, I couldn't get up and wait that high to fight her. <laughs> Two totally different weight classes, like yeah, not even. Well, I, yeah, I figure. I mean, she, but yeah, she's badass, and you know, she's. I, I mean, she's like one. She's best in the world, and she's doing. She's doing great on both sides. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I'll take my chances with a man that one twenty five before I go up to one fifty, son. Okay, okay. All right, Joe, pick another. All right. How about uh, how about we flip over to the other gender and let's go with uh, Deontay Wilder. Great puncher. Yeah. Man, I wish I had his talent and I could one punch somebody out. <laughs> He's Great my talent. absolute favorite right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, okay, here's kind of a controversial one uh, in the women's side here, and I definitely want to get your opinion. A Beanie Bridges. Who? A Beanie Bridges, the blonde bomber. Oh, she's my girlfriend. We talk every day. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't know if you we text. We, we, she's from Australia, but she she be yeah. sending me some crazy Instagram stuff and always like, oh, Jody, good luck, good luck, keep training. You know, like we we talk every day almost. Oh, that's she cool. Goes, I know, I know there are women in the female boxing. They they hate her for um, reasons. So I just wanted to get your. <laughs> That ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just like, I just want, like I said, I just, I, I didn't know you two were friends. That's awesome. All right. Um, let's see. Okay, here's a good one because this one, because uh, he just fought uh, Shakur Stevenson. Talented. Yes. And sometimes the more talented you are in boxing, the more criticism you get from being boring. But the truth of the matter is, this is. Yes, we're performers, but on the same side of the coin, it's like boxing is a science. Boxing is an art, and if you don't appreciate the art, it's really hard to appreciate how easy you can can walk out of a fight, win a million dollars, and piss everyone off. But he ain't got no black and blues on his face, no scratches, yeah. no nothing. He goes to straight to the bank. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm hoping that we get to see him and, and Tank Davis in the ring together because that's really the fight we all want to see. Uh, all right, Joe. Pick Joe. You pick one. Pick another. What? I'm gonna go off list, Jay. Okay. Just because, just because of the fact that I know you hate this guy, uh, Tyson Fury. Who? Oh no, Tyson I don't hate Tyson Fury. <laughs> no, I don't hate him at all. No, no, I, I hate him. I don't like him. Oh <laughs> no. I really respect his his battles with sobriety and stuff, and and how he talks about having to fight for his family, for his honor, for his life, for his heart. I relate to that guy so much. It's crazy. 
it's crazy. I, I, I don't think he's the best fighter technically, you know, but I like, I like who he is as a representative of boxing in the sport. All right, so um, I'm glad you kind of brought that name up, Joe, because I was actually going to want to transition to that uh, real quick. So that Francis and Dagger Tyson Fury fight, who do you think won? Tyson Fury won. Okay. I personally don't think he won. Here's a, let, me, let me explain something to you. Yes. When okay. somebody enters a fight and does better than you think he's going to do, everyone's like, wow, he should have won. No, he didn't. He did better than you thought. It doesn't mean that he boxed better. He did better than everybody thought. And he probably could beat other heavyweights in the boxing division and make his way up and maybe one day beat Tyson Fury. But let's also be honest, the politics of boxing, Tyson Fury made a couple million to fight an MMA guy whose technique is nowhere in the realm of what he is. So he didn't really have to train, go crazy. But me, like... You gotta, you gotta understand the business of boxing before you look at what you want to see on TV. Is it fair to say? I would definitely want your opinion. Is it fair to say that Tyson didn't look quite up to par as we normally have seen him in the past? That well, might... I think if Tyson, I think, I think we watched Tyson beat um, Deontay Wilder how many times? Three. Uh, twice because the first one was a tie. Okay, so it's a draw and two wins. So you know what? If 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 he went in the ring with that guy and did three fights and came out and won twice, he's not as bad as you might think or he looks, right? And I only know that because a lot of people said I was dirt before they got in the ring and had to fight me. So it's like you can't really knock on something you don't know. If if you ask a professional, I would say that Tyson Fury probably didn't train as hard as he had to, knowing that it wasn't going to be as hard as Deontay Wilder, and he got by with just what it was, selling tickets, making some money for boxing, and that's it. All right, all right. no, very well said. I'm, I'm glad you, you elaborated on that. Um, I'm going to throw another name at you on, on, on that same coin, and we'll bring, definitely talk about Alexander Usyk. Sure. Um, I think he's a great fighter. Tough as hell. Um, I can't really think of who he fought. I'm being honest. Well, he, he moved up. Well, he beat Anthony Joshua twice. Yeah, and so that's why you know he's a good boxer. He moved up in weight. He could fight. He could fight. Do you think he can beat Fury? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like Fury's too big for him, if I'm being honest. I, 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 that's, that's a fair assessment. My thing is, I feel like if Usyk can handle the power of Anthony Joshua, he can handle the power of Tyson Fury. Uh, if, if I think if, if Usyk can out move him, out maneuver and outbox him and avoid a knockout, I think he can win. I don't know if Usyk's got the capability of knocking out a large man like Fury, but I think he can win and I hope he does win. I am going to be blunt. I hope he does win. I would love to see Usyk be undisputed. Um, and yeah. Um, go throw another name at you. Canelo Alvarez. One of the greatest. You can't Absolutely. discount him. Absolutely. Definitely, you know, people, people got a lot to say, but that's a guy who's making a ton of money. And you don't make a ton of money not knowing how to make a ton of money. So he did it right. He used his boxing game from when he was little. And, and look what he did for his, himself and his family. 
That's off, man. I wish. <laughs> Shout out to us. I'm half Mexican, by the way. So, uh, keeping in the Mexican realm, Andy Ruiz. Sure, he came through in New York City and took that heavyweight title. He'll yeah. always be remembered for that, no matter oh, what. Oh, yeah. No that, was, that was an amazing night. I... Thanks. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, so, we, so we, I'm sorry. You were there that that night? No, no, no. I wasn't there. I was watching. I'm from oh, New yeah. York. You know, I, we all seen the fight. Oh yeah, I was watching that shit. I I remember I like ran downstairs screaming like like Dad, the champ is down. And my dad looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> was, my, dad was, my dad was half asleep. I'm like running on down the stairs all excited like, Dad, the champ is down. <laughs> and then like I was talking shit to my buddy because he loves Anthony and Joshua. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, this Ruiz guy's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Oh, that was really something. Um. All right. Uh, how about? Oh, oh I do have a, I do have a question here, but yeah. it's not gonna be like part of the lightning round. It's more of just a well round. I'll format I'll format the question like this. Uh, who is your favorite legendary now retired boxer? That's a good question. I'll be honest, I never really um, watched old boxing before because um, I was never a boxing fan. I'm just really a fighter who used boxing to make some money. So I never really was a boxing fan. Um, just recently, my boyfriend has gotten into watching old Sugar Ray fights and I'd never really watched him before. And um, he got a beautiful left body shot. Pop! that I've been practicing at the gym for about two weeks. <laughs> so I'm kind of in my sugar egg craze right now, just because my boyfriend been having him on the, the TV before we go to sleep. Oh, definitely watch the movie. Uh, I don't, uh, it's really good because it relates to uh, Sugar Ray's H Hands of Stone, the Ro Roberto Duran story. The Roberto Duran story, yeah. yeah. He had me watch, my boyfriend had on, it was the Tommy Hearns ones, the Roberto Duran, and... Hagler fights. We've been we've been yes. watching all them. <laughs> Studying nice. them. Sure. One of the best to ever do it. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a good question because I think uh, Shay had had that similar question. Um, yeah, that's why. I <laughs> okay, now there's a big fight coming up. I definitely want your opinion on uh, Demetrius Andrade and David Benavidez. Thanksgiving. I think it's uh this um this. I don't weekend. think anybody beats Andrade. I don't think anybody beats Bubba. And I said it, you heard it here first. Okay. okay. He's one of the greatest. And he got he got stuck in a bad contract or whatever happened. I really didn't follow the whole thing, so you can't quote me. But I just know it was like, man, that was one of the best fighters. So he comes out. He's like an Andre Ward, you know, real quiet. Yeah. But they ain't no doubt he's winning his fights. I think Benavides is going to win. <laughs> Me and you do not have the same opinion on it. I everything. just, <laughs> I know mean, that's all good. That's why this why it's nerd cage. We, 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 this is not an echo chamber. It's nerd cage. We love, the, we love doing this shit. Fair. I just, Fair. I just believe David Benavides is the most dangerous fighter. I think his knockout power is insane. I mean, I'm no, much more because him you just saw him do good on TV. You just saw him, so it's like, hey, that guy's really good. When was the last time you seen Boo Boo? I mean, I've. I've rarely watched. I've rarely That's watched this fight. Honestly, I just I've yeah. never seen yeah. Ben Benavidez fight. <laughs> I've watched it and I saw his fight against uh, Caleb Plant, and I just you know, even though I think he could have done better that fight. I just think I think I think Canelo's ducking him. I, I really think so. That and that's the kind of fight I want to see. So I feel like this fight, whoever wins this fight, 
And again, I believe Benavidez will win. But whoever wins okay. that fight should fight Canelo next. Win winner should yeah, that sounds fair. That totally sounds fair. I'd love to see Boo fight Canelo. Yes. So <laughs> I noticed that there's there's obviously two sides to any fighting. There's there's the the physical fighting part of it and the prowess, and then there's the entertainment value. And I think that's pretty much what Jay's got wrapping around in his head is all the entertainment he gets from it. But at the same time, I can't be a hypocrite because my steep with boxing is mostly around the the legends and everything. I mean, we're 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 an earshot away from Canastota, which is where the Boxing Hall of Fame is. Sure. So all these greats run through, and it just sticks in your mind. And I, you know, I've met Oscar De La Hoya and stuff like that. So I mean. They stick with you. And I mean, the last boxing match that I got super excited for wasn't even a true match. And it was an exhibitionist match. And it was the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. fight. Well, see, boxing has turned so political. It was where, you know, just like I said, me and my boyfriend have been watching the Sugar Ray fights and they fought everybody. There was no, there was no promotional worries. There was no, let's, hype it up on social media for six months. It was like, nah, they would pop off at one fight and that would be the next fight. Like, yeah, bet, next fight, a couple months later, the two of them would be fighting and boxing fans got to be excited. It's really not the fighter's fault, to be honest with you, because you have people who are so into this from the entertainment value that the promoters and the people behind the scenes are pushing for all this like extravagant social media stuff where you have people like me and you who just, like you love the sport, you respect the sport, right? Like, like it's not entertainment. Boxing is beautiful mm. when it's done properly, you know. But, but it's the entertainment that sold it, and that's why fighters are making money because of, of what it is now, as opposed to twenty years ago. Yeah, and that was kind of another question that I was kind of going to get to: is were you ever kind of? Did somebody try to ever push you into the entertainment portion of it? Like, did you ever get wrapped up in that? Maybe like, uh, I hate to say this because this isn't really boxing, but like from like a WWE standpoint of it, <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Like my promoter, Lou DiBella, used to tell me all the time, like, we need you to promote the fight, start a fight with this girl, start a fight with this girl. And I would tell him all the time, no, like that compromises who I am, you know, like it was, it's such a big deal for an athlete when you put yourself in the public eye to put forth an image that mirrors who you are in real life. So there's never a conflict, right? Like I'm not going to pretend to be this big mouth badass when I'm quiet and sweet, you know, like that, that's <laughs> not. So when someone approaches me at a fight and they push me that I can't do anything about it for me and I'm not going to go out and pretend to be really shy and then be this animal. So, to call someone out of their name just went against who I was as a as an advocate for women's sports, as a mother, right? Like just as someone in general, I would never say, that girl can't fight, I wanna fight you. I you know, I, like, I, it, it just wasn't me and I wouldn't compromise myself for that. Yeah. That's that's very I can I can respect that. That's very inspirational. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. I got one more name I'm gonna throw at you, and then we'll ask you the fun question, the non-box, the fun okay. question, the Heather, the Heather questions, and I'm sure the chat's okay. gonna for those too. So I'm a little angry what what the uh, the WBC just did to this man. I think he got stripped of his one of his titles, but I think he's the best fighter in the world. 
in boxing, MMA, across all weight classes. And that's Thanks. Terrence Bud. Okay, Crawford. we have one thing in common. We have one thing in there common. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that's our one thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, he is. He is my current favorite fighter. Like my favorite pro. I think he's the most well-rounded, talented, technical inside the ring, out of the ring, just completely. The, the best fighter there is out there. And when I saw they stripped him as one of his belts and he didn't make too much fuss about it, like he get that back anytime he wants. Everybody knows who that belt belongs to. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, he, like, we all know, everybody knows he's the best in the world. He proved it. He laid Errol Spence the fuck out. And I'm sorry. But I'm at, so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, though, you know, Boots Ennis gets a nice payday yep. because Terrence is gonna have to fight him. So yep. you kind of gotta at the at the other point, you kind of gotta go. Eh. You know, like he's gonna help another person. Yeah. Like like when Amanda gave me our last fight, she didn't have to. She had. It wasn't a mandatory for her to challenge, but she knew that her promotional company was gonna pay for an opponent. So she said, come on, I got you, girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she did me a solid. That's kind of like what it looked like happened. <laughs> he just getting a solid. He getting a nice little paycheck. Because even if Boots puts on a fantastic performance against Crawford and loses the belt, he has so many opportunities to go yeah. forward. And I, and I think it's what will happen. I think, I really do think, I don't think Boots can beat Bud. Nobody can. But I will say this, I'm sure... Boots will put on a better show than Spence did. I'll say that right now. Um, well, you know what? He has he has that example to fight to not be, yeah. at least, right? Like, he has that example to say, if I can do better than that, the fans will at least remember a better fight out of this opponent. So so I feel like everything is, is going in his favor, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And also, and one more thing about Terrence, along the lines of, uh, of Bud Crawford, too, is... After that Spence fight, I it made me appreciate uh, Sean Porter a little bit more because I thought even though Sean Porter didn't win the fights he wanted to win before he retired, I thought Sean Porter, all things considering, I know his dad threw in the town. I think his dad publicly humiliated him personally, but like I thought Sean Porter put on a much better fight against Bud than Errol Spence did, and it made me appreciate. Sean Porter even more as a fighter um, after we saw that performance, you know, with uh, Bud and Spence. So, shout yeah, out to Sean Porter. Porter tough as hell. He's oh, tough. Yeah. Yes, and I'm happy for his new career at uh, box, uh, box, Pro Box TV. I'm really happy for his, uh, his, his post-boxing career. All right, that being said, Heather, so their kids live we, we typically like to ask in our audience you know we like to ask like the quote-unquote nerdy questions so for starters we'll, we'll do a couple easy ones here so for starters and these are common questions we like to ask all of our guests favorite movie and it doesn't have to be just one but name some of your favorite movies we'd love to know gotta be goodfellas bronx tale nice. i'm not really a movie watcher my boyfriend watches all the movies and he has me watch a movie i like 50 first dates there we go. There we go. <laughs> but I would say Goodfellas, Bronx Tale, and um, what's the other one? What's the other stupid movie? Babe, what's that stupid movie you hate that I like? I don't even know. <laughs> okay, same realm. What about what about TV? Any TV shows you watch? Um, 
Hmm. I mean, The Sopranos, but everybody watches that, right? Like, I'll rerun and just do season two out of nowhere. <laughs> um, I was really into the Wu-Tang show on Hulu for a while because one of my yes. students was in it. So I was super into that. I had the posters on my wall and everything. Um, and Laura Norda SVU. I'm a I'm a I'm a geek. I'm a nerd like that. Like I'm I'm a Nor a Laura Norda binge watcher. <laughs> there we go. Favorite hey wait favorite Wu Tang album. Um, Thirty Six Chambers. I mean, isn't that everybody's? Let's go. I've seen the Wu Tang five times, so I'm, I'm a diehard fan here. In fact, that that okay. Hulu show you just talked about, funny, real yeah. funny. Our most watched video on our channel, we got 25,000 views when me and my former co-host Mark were talking about the Wu-Tang show and how that, that first season ended on the cliffhanger there with them in the studio. Like, that was our, like, number one watched video on the channel. So I'm always great for that a show. Good one. And one of my students was on it, so I got, like, all the inside info. I was so into that. That is so freaking awesome. Yeah, it's dope. All right, Joe, I know you got questions. I already know what you're going to ask. ask well, before, away. I, before I jump into my questions, um, Shay has one that he wants to uh, pretty much, I don't know, impress you with, I guess, Jay. Yep. Uh, he wants to know what uh, Heather's favorite, if she's a fan of the Rocky movies and what her favorite is. I never saw them. Okay. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I never saw the Rocky movie. <laughs> okay. I saw the, the latest one. I saw the latest one when he was an old man, only because like Gleason sent me to some event and they played it. <laughs> nice. The only okay, thing okay. you have a a awesome awesome opportunity to watch some great movies whenever you have a chance. <laughs> so. So there you Plus, go. It's perfect timing um, because the first movie takes place on Thanksgiving. So now is the perfect time to watch right. While I'm cooking. Um now we we usually ask uh if if anybody if any of our guests are gamers and uh what your favorite games are and We'll even go even further and say, what are your favorite fighting games? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't game at all. Okay. I'm an old lady. I'm, <laughs> I'm from before the generation of gaming, so uh, that's like a, it's like a different. Uh, you're, you're not, you're not old. Yeah, and, a little old. <laughs> well, the good thing about gaming is it's yeah, never. We know, listen, it makes sense. We know you train. <laughs> we know you train hard. We know you that you train hard and whatnot. So. Um, yeah, but I've never seen the Rocky movies. Don't be asking me out no games. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all good. We, we know, we, but we definitely appreciate your uh, perspective on that. Um, now, all right, because I know you're from Brooklyn, so I gotta ask. So I know we, we already established you're a Wu Tang fan. What, what's some of your other uh, favorite music? Uh, you know, I, I know you're into rap. What other oh music? My I, I love music and I can honestly say I love all kinds of music because my playlist will go from like Mary J. Blige in the eighties to like nice. you know, Hall and Oates and then pop back to like Wu Tang and then come back to like Patty LaBelle is all over the place. Like I just appreciate music. So if I hear something and I like it, add it to the playlist. Nice. Now since since you're from Brooklyn, I gotta ask, are you a fan of Biohazard or Typo Negative or Life of Agony? I know what none of those are. Wow! No. Old. Is that an old thing or is that a what? No, no, 
no, no, no, no, no. They're, they're from Brooklyn. That's why I was asking. They're bands that uh, I listen. They're bands that I listen to that are from Brooklyn, and you know they've been no, they've no. been around a while. So, all right, all right. No, no, all good. Um, let's see. Um, Biggie Smalls fan. Course. Yes. <laughs> of course. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not even just Brooklyn. It's a time, you know, the yeah. age. Growing up, I grew up in it. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, question: Have you, uh, since you're from Brooklyn, have you, uh, have you fought at the, um, uh, what the fuck's that place called? It's not not Madison Square Garden. Like Barclays Center. Have you fought at the Bar- Barclays Center before? Yeah, I was the first girl to ever box at the Barclays Center, and I did seven fights there. Nice, nice, nice. nice. It was, I was, they called me, they called me the um, first lady of Brooklyn boxing. Amen <laughs> to that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, now, have you ever? Now, have you ever? Okay, here's a good one for you. Uh, have you ever fought at Turning Stone in upstate New York? No. Okay, okay. No, that's because that's that's like the closest boxing venue to where, from where we're from. Yeah. Now, kind of going shifting away back to, I wanted to ask you, do you have any fights coming up? Nothing on paper yet. I know there are a few opportunities for me next year, so I'm not retired. I'm still training. I'm still working out. I've just been told to kind of hold the post for the end of the year that um, new contracts will be out, you know, February or August, so... Stay, stay, try not to get too fat. <laughs> okay, is it gonna be uh, boxing or MMA? Uh, I don't really know yet. I don't know oh. yet. I just kind of. I'm not really a question asker when I'm told not to. So oh, if okay. somebody says, you know, we'll talk after the the New Year. Stay in shape. It really just means don't go over 150 pounds, yep. and we'll chat after the New Year. So I know that I'm gonna be busy. Yes, we don't know what yet. <laughs> Al. Maybe I'm going to ask this question. Is there any fighters on your wish list? No, and I never had fighters on my wish list. I mean, the world titles were always, like, um, important to me. But at the end of my career, I just want to put on good fights, make some decent money, and whoever's available. Like, I, I bounce within three weight classes, 125, 130, 135, and um, two sports. So, you know, I'll find somebody, right? What? Okay, that's actually, I actually want to ask you that. Uh, what is, like, your most comfortable weight to fight in? Like, what weight class are you most comfortable with or you think you fight at your best at? It's funny. Um, I fought most of my career at 121 and 126. Fought a couple fights at 135. I've never fought at 130, though I really feel like that is the best weight class for me. 126 is a brutal cut, and 135 is not hard enough for me. So I really believe that 130 is where I need to be. Okay, okay. Nice. Now, just just for the chat, everybody, the bar is closing soon. So this is your last chance to get uh, questions, and the bar is closing. <laughs> last call. Last call for and, questions. So, and while they're, um, while they're thinking of questions, I do have one. Um, yep. Who are the, let's say, who are the most well-known fighters that you are closest to? Uh, like, uh, like current fighters? Yeah, that are, like, close in your circle. Um, well, none are close in my circle. Let's, let, let me clarify. And I just say that because I'm going to be put on air. People are going to write this down, and I want it to sound right. Um, I have a lot of friendly faces and people who I love in boxing. There are so many that I can name to you because 
boxing is such a small community and we all either came up together on the circuit, we trained together, we sparred together, we talked to each other. So love or hate us, like for me to say like, who are my close friends and then not mention some people, it's a funny thing. My close friends are my sister, my brother, my boyfriend, my daughter. Outside of that, everyone is just a friend, but um, right. I have no enemies in boxing and everyone is my friend. I mean, you know, my the, the girls who are retired now, Ronica Jeffrey, Alicia Ashley, Melissa St. Bill, Belinda, Belinda Laraquente, Melissa Hernandez, those girls are former world champions in boxing and one of my sparring partners coming up so from the Golden Gloves to my world title, these are the girls who came in and, you know, beat me up and made me get better and made me who I am. So I guess if I have to say my friends in the boxing community, it would definitely be those girls. Amanda Serrano, my sparring partner since 2012. 2012, when I first turned pro, Jordan said, come on, I got to get you in the gym. I want to see what you do, you know. That's a friend. Nice. Awesome. I think you all right, we do got a couple. Good, we do got a couple good questions here, uh, Joe. If you want to get the one from Scott, there. I, I already know the answer to this one, but ask anyway. Scott asks, uh, fan of any professional team sports, football, basketball, etc. New York Yankees, baby. I bleed pinstripes. Yes, nice. Let's go. Favorite Yankee player of all time. Uh, Bernie Williams, center nice. fielder, fifth one. Mm-hmm. I love. I love Bernie Williams. I loved him. I loved him. Loved him. My great grandfather was a true was gentleman. A true gentleman. A true gentleman, and who I model myself after as a professional fighter. I want people to look at me like they look at Bernie Williams. Hell of a guitar player, too. Mm-hmm. Not me. <laughs> well, he actually played cool story. He actually uh, did the national anthem right here in Syracuse on guitar. At the I, think I was, was there when he did it at the the, the Yankee Stadium. He was at yeah. Yankee Stadium and he did the national anthem on the guitar, and I was there that day. Yeah, no, I I love that I love that whole squad. Bernie yeah. Williams, Derek Jeter, Tino Martinez, Tino Martinez, yeah. Wade Boggs at, at the end of his career. Like, yeah, that that, that was the yeah. Yankees I got into because again, shout out to sure. my great grandfather got me into the Yankees. So now, um, do you have a basketball or football team? No. No? Okay, okay. No. Okay. I'm always gonna you know, cheer for New York because that's where I'm from. Yeah. And that's where all my friends would be fans of, you know? <laughs> but no, I, I never really followed basketball or football. Okay. okay. Um, I think we may have already covered this, but I'll ask it again because I don't think this uh, this person may have heard you. Uh, scheming Man. Screaming, that's, uh, that's my roommate, asked, Paul. Shout yeah, out to Paul. He has a uh, favorite MMA fighter current or in history. Well, I never said my favorite current MMA fighter. I would say, I, did, I would be honest, I'm not really, um, I never really watched MMA very much, like, you know, even in my, before I fought it. So I, I don't really know the history, and I might say a name or two names that make you feel like, ew, bitch, but I know them people. So I will say that. I mean, um, Leah McCourt, she's about to fight uh, for Cyborg and Bellator. She just yes. won her last fight. I mean, she's a single mom from Belfast. And um, I've known her for a couple of years following her career. I know her heart, her style. I love that girl. Um, I guess an MMA fighter, a boy MMA fighter. If I had to pick a male MMA fighter, I'd probably say Aljamain Sterling. And it's funny because he calls himself a fight nerd. He was my MMA, my uh, jiu-jitsu and wrestling coach when I fought MMA. And he would always say, like, I'm a real fight nerd. 
because he likes to pick everything apart and like mm -hmm. dissect it and then try to teach it to you how to do it. Nice. All right. Oh, you get that uh, one from Shay there. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Shay asks, uh, were you ever a fan of pro, pro wrestling? And did you, if so, did you have any favorites? I never followed or watched pro wrestling. I've been asked a few times by Johnny Rods at Gleason's to come join the team, but um, not nothing promising yet. So I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah, there we go. Nice. There we go. Well, Heather, this has been absolutely terrific. So we're going to drop a bombshell on you because this is the question we ask everybody. But uh, we're going to wrap things up here pretty soon. But we just love to ask you. First of all, thank you for spending time with us today. Uh, we would love to have you back sometime on Nerd Cage Live. So that being said, would you ever consider coming back on Nerd Cage Live for more discussions? Oh, I'll tell you what. When I get my next fight announcement, I'm going to send you a message so you have me on right away. You can help me promote the fight. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. You heard it, people. You heard it. Heather is not done fighting. She's going to fight again. And when she does, she's she's hopping right You back guys on are going to announce it for me. Yes. Yes. Let's go. And listen. If you are fighting in like the tri-state area, I promise you, me and Joe will be there. We will, will be there. I will have t-shirts for you and everything. Nice. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Heather, for sure. Thank you so much again. You are my all-time favorite female fighter and female course, athlete. Like this has been, this means like the world <laughs> to me. I was, I was a nervous wreck, Joe. I was a nervous wreck for weeks upon weeks, but this has been so awesome, and I'm I'm gonna look back at tonight very, very fondly. So thank you, thank you so much for thank you for making, having me. Making this dude's dream come true. It really means the world. Of to course, me. of course. <laughs> um, that being said, Heather, uh, it, we we'll give you the floor for a second. If there's anything you any uh message? Oh, she bounced. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. We we were we're wrapping up anyway. Um, yeah. hold on. I'm gonna have to technical difficulty. I'm gonna have to. I can't. I can't really fix this right now. All right. So anyway, guys. Uh, Joe, let's just promote whatever we got promote here. So uh, so Joe, tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow we will be doing more X Men Legends on Twitch. Yes, that is twitch.tv slash live. And Joe, Saturday. Yes, Saturday we go back to Super Mario RPG Remake. Yes, that's twitch.tv slash NerdKJab. That'll be Saturday. We'll, Saturday will probably start around 4 o'clock till about 8 o'clock because I got to work that night. Uh, Joe, next week. Next week we will have an exclusive interview with... Discovery, a critically acclaimed Discovery producer, Evan Stone, who is the brother of Drew Stone. Yes. So that'll be Wednesday, the 29th, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Be there for that. And then finally, Joe, Saturday, December 16th. Yes, our cheesy movies for charity, too. Where we'll be raising $2,000. You heard it. $2,000 for St. Jude with movies such as Double Dragon, Samurai Cop, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, Batman 1966, and Moonfall. Yes. Uh, and finally, let's see here. Uh, uh, we'll do more God of War at some point, guys. Who knows when. Uh, Joe's on vacation pretty soon, so we'll have extra time to probably dig out some old games here. As well as Resident oh, yeah. Evil 5, some DLC here. And who knows when I'll get back to Hades. I've been so busy with so much stuff with Joe Blow and everything here. Um, but hey... 
Thank you to everybody. Uh, so, Joe, just go ahead and, and uh, plug uh, social media here. All right. If you want to get us on Twitter or Instagram, both handles are at nerd underscore cage. Our link to our Discord is in the description. Become a member there as well. And our Facebook discussion group. That is Nerd Cage Nation. We love everything you guys put up there. No spoilers, no politics. And oh, for God's sake, Joe, I'll put, I'll put a placeholder in real quick. Now I'll fix, it. Now I'll fix the screen. Yeah, hang on, guys. We're just uh, Joe's gonna put a placeholder in. That'll, that'll bring us back to where you can actually see us. Hang on, hang on, quick. Hang on, guys. Bear with us here, because uh, we'll just uh, we'll just wrap things up here. But I want to get the, the screen back to where it should be. Doopy doopy doop, doopy doopy doop. Also, just want to shout out to Heather one last time. Thanks. Uh, she was an awesome guest. We cannot wait to have her back on. Oh, there we go. Perfect. This will fix the screen. And bear with us. Bear with us. Okay, boom. All right, good. Cool. We fixed it. Fixed it. Fixed it. There you go. Boom. There we go, guys. There we go. Now we're back in business. So, all right. Uh, be sure to pick up yourself a Nerd Cage Live t-shirt. Like I said, any size, any color included. This one that I'm wearing right now. Hang on. I'm going to highlight my screen here. Boom. Get yourself a Rocky t-shirt. More designs on the way. Again, any size, any color, up here, skinny, booty color, fat, fuck, big or small, we love them all. So we, for now, we please ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like MMA and boxing. Let's go. So you guys say from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, Brooklyn, New York, to all of our friends from around the world at Nerd Cage Live. Enjoy life. Stay safe. Eat your vegetables. Do your push-ups. Go to the gym. All that good stuff. And good night. We'll see you tomorrow on Twitch. Good night. 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Thank you very much, everybody. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, Tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs>